and welcome to another episode of All That Film. Welcome back, everyone. Uh, we're joined with five of the seven same crew. We wanted to uh, uh, shorten our group uh, to, to get into more discussion, less people, less cooks in the kitchen, as they say, maybe. Um, I'm your host, Tank. So. We're joined by Todd, Adrian, Kizit, and McKenna. Welcome in, everyone. Hello! All right, um, so we, we talked <laughs> Moon Knight uh, last week. Uh, we talked episodes two through five, and I distinctly remember one of the things we discussed for about ten minutes uh, is <laughs> some of the stuff that could happen with the finale and how the finale kind of has, has a heavy burden to bear in some ways. Um, so, okay, tell you what, I will let Kizit decide the order. Would you like to go first or go descending to ascending? We'll do d- descending. Okay, Todd, you are up first. This sucked. It was horrible. <laughs> Never mind, uh, I'm going first. No, the finale of this was a lot was resting on it, and it was a big disappointing snooze fest, uh, in my opinion. Like, this show overall went from being like, okay to convoluted but okay to convoluted but not okay to now in my opinion just like not that good if i'm being honest in the final act so i'm happy to talk more about it in spoilers but i would say this is a lesser marvel property that's my take on it interesting uh i have no clue what adrian thinks of it but i i know mckenna has shared some of their thoughts uh so i'll let mckenna go first yeah this was all right i it wasn't that good it wasn't that i don't think it was as bad as todd is saying it was i think that i literally i literally at the end of the last episode at the like you know, end of the credits just went, all right. And I think that's kind of my appraisal of the series as a whole, where it's just, okay, some stuff happened. Occasionally I cared. Sometimes I, I didn't. I really, I, I didn't think, it, I mean, I'll get into my thoughts here in a second. Adrian, you are the wild card to me, uh, so I will let you go. But off the bat, you know, I'm a little surprised. Because, Kizzy, you were saying people are kind of divisive on this, right? Like the general public so far? Uh, yeah, a little bit, to my surprise, honestly. But yeah, my Twitter feed is uh, my main <laughs> source for this, which is probably not accurate. But yeah, my, my yeah, feed yeah. has just been kind of divisive. Adrian, let's see. Will you will you tip the scales? In, in oh, somewhere? God. Yeah, let's see if I have the right opinion. Um, <laughs> no, honestly, uh, I, I kind of agree. Not, not super in... in same leaning the way uh, leaning the same way as Todd but like I don't think it was terrible but I I I wasn't uh, I wasn't feeling this last episode. I don't really think it sucked the landing and uh um I don't think it balanced the scales so to speak <laughs> for the rest of the show and I I think it might this I don't think it's like season eight level bad of GOT or anything like that, but um, whoa, Jesus! Don't even throw it in that same territory. Come on, man. Wow. But what I'm saying, what I'm saying is that I don't think people will remember this in the same way because I don't think the rest of the show was quite 
strong enough to justify this last one. I okay. liked some of the first episodes. I really did. And then as the show went on, I think it got a lot more uh, worn down, so to speak. But I I'll really let... I think we'd have two move on. legends on this podcast. They're... Whoa, wait, hang on. <laughs> to quote the prequels, because we are recording on, on May the 4th, <gasps> now there are two of them! Um... <laughs> Um, but yeah, I appreciate you, you didn't lean full force into that accent because <laughs> uh, you know we'll leave that for the early two thousands. Um, <laughs> oh god, there was I, an accent I didn't notice. All right, okay, All right, go ahead. No, I was, sorry, I, I was pleasantly surprised by this because I was kind of hesitant when we were talking about the show. I would describe myself as probably sitting in the, in the middle of the people we had on, I, and honestly, like a part of that is like. Again, one of my criticisms last time was stuff just happens. And I do, I get what y'all are saying because we kind of made that point about this episode. Like, stuff does just happen. And I don't know why. Like, maybe it's just because I'm used to it at this point. But, like, stuff that I have said negatively about finales in other Marvel Disney Plus shows, like, it kind of works in this. And it doesn't feel like it's... It doesn't feel removed from the rest of the series, at least to me. And I thought, I mean, we'll get to some of this in spoilers. I thought there was like a really powerful moment with one character in particular. Me um, as well. That that really sold sold the thing. It sold the the episode to me. But Kizit, I think you're higher than me. So what are you? What are your thoughts? Send us home. Okay. (laughs) So yeah, I I I can see where some of your guys opinions are coming on and maybe some of the previous episodes but in my opinion this finale just just did it for me um it's not perfect at all uh i think one of the things one of the criticisms that it shares with some of the other finales of these disney plus shows is that the beginning is rushed just a little bit because this is a shorter episode i think it was like only 43 minutes or something um but yeah other than that uh, it was kind of an emotional ride for me because I, I was, uh, we can get into it when we go into spoilers, but I just kind of didn't know how it was going to end. And then they kind of just ended it exactly how I wanted it to. So I was surprisingly satisfied, uh, with the end of this. Yeah. And, and real quick, before we go into spoilers, I was actually just handed a, a letter at gunpoint. Um, it just said, <laughs> Too many Egyptian people from Caucasian vision. Um, oh, you know, yeah. went past the show. Um, <laughs> um, you always have to get that in. You know, he's just, he's always been at our throats ever since. He's yeah. always watching. Penultimate episode of, of WandaVision. Uh, we're we're going to yeah, jump yeah. into spoilers on this. I had to beat Todd uh, because he got a really good. Uh, white vision singer last time um but we'll go we'll go full spoilers on the finale so if you haven't seen the show we might touch on some of the previous stuff but this will mostly be focused on on the finale because we've had a pilot in episodes two through five uh with that said um real quick the one thing that i wanted to mention um that we were talking about because kids mentioned this in our, our discord um wording that they chose to go with for like the finale if it was like the actual end like the the series finale or if it was just the season finale um Mm -hmm. and they're probably gonna they're at least gonna do something else with this um based on how it ended but i kind of one thing that i will give a ton of credit to 
um, is I think, like, at least to me, if they fully introduced the third uh, persona, I think that would have jumbled it, and they just have one small yeah. thing that works really well, and, like, it, the the fact that they put restraint and, and we don't have to have, like, a flashback showing, like, explaining it or whatever, I was like, oh, that's really cool. And right. Yeah. Whereas, like, with WandaVision, at least to me, like, we have this whole thing with Caucasian Vision and uh, <laughs> Witch, and it was supposed to be a, a talking funny cat and Ralph Boner, um, all this stuff. Um, and I just, yeah. like, there were people fighting. Like, I do, Todd, I saw your review for it, and I do somewhat, like, agree with your point. But, like, I, I think this is, like, a slight return to just, like, are fighting and it's fun and i was like oh man superheroes baby. No. yeah was it fun though <laughs> i think it I... was i had fun <laughs> that's yeah, the me. thing i was just like okay that i was like so surprised to hear that you enjoyed this because i i saw it and i was thinking like literally like oh i bet hayes just like seething right now that it's just another like melee battle that's the the weird and, thing. Like when when the battle started, I was like, "Oh, here we go again." And I don't know why, but like it just it kind of works. And then like the fact that they in in, in fairness, they kind of do this in one division as well. Like there's some stuff that isn't battle stuff to end the actual fights. But I just like the way it tied all this stuff together. And like I was really worried because like and I, I still like I, I don't know. I it might work better like on a rewatch, but like. <laughs> We spent a lot of time on episodes four and five on something that had, I think, a good conclusion to tie it all together that at least made sense to me, um, even though, like, I was fully, I was very confused about what's going on. And I would slight, I would slightly lean towards what Todd's saying that, like, Marvel's not the best at, like, some serious subject, but I think it kind of worked here because um, they didn't lean, like, too heavily into it. Uh, I, I thought the rescue stuff with Steven was awesome. Uh, and here's the one thing oh, I, I yeah. will say. I'm curious if, if this worked, worked for y'all. Um, were you guys invested in the character of Layla? No. Uh, no. <laughs> okay, so I, I do feel like there's a difference in like how we watch the show, because I really liked that actress's performance. I thought she Me was... Too. Oh, her performance was amazing. I And I think it could have... Her character could have been really great. They just didn't dedicate a whole lot of time around her and not to mention the whole fact that her entire character was revolved around the men in her life which again is another problem that just uh marvel movies have she's also well, marvel marvel hunter. comics in general have yeah um treasure hunter wait no she's a treasure hunter too yeah because her dad was lie. a treasure her, hunter and, yeah, and exactly yes <laughs> it was all linked to her dad and her husband and I really rolled my eyes at the one line with the little girls, like, "Are you in a chips oh. superhero?" And she was oh. like, that, I, yes. "Yeah, that was." I, I did, just did. that was Thank painful. You. Okay, I wasn't <laughs> the only one because I was like, my my thought was like, she's like, "Wow, I'm really glad that we're represented now." And I'm like, "Can we not? This is this. We're, there's other things going on right now. We're in the middle <laughs> of a really dumb. We're in the middle of a fight." <laughs> Here's my thing I, that like I no, it's just it was just. A weird placement is all. I think, I think all. to me, at least, the reason that was a plus 
is because that moment felt earned way more than what happened in Endgame, where they were like, hey, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. remember all these 20 char- female characters we've done nothing with? Here's their one moment. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I don't know how you felt like this moment was earned, but okay. Yeah. I did, I- I like no offense with that, Ben. I don't know about that. I do but. not get how you thought this movie was earned too. I I consider this character below the Caucasian vision line, and what uh, I mean by that is like characters I would be most excited to see again. From this day forward, it's like, am I more or less interested in seeing them again than like Caucasian how is, vision? How much is he paying you to say this, Todd? <laughs> well, I don't know. But like I I just I think the actress does a fine job. I just genuinely like when you tell me you care about that character, I don't believe you. I believe yeah. that a year from now I'm going to ask you and you're going to be like, "Who?" Like that's I think you're disingenuous. I'm calling this. you out. Damn. I'm calling oh, you out. Oh. Can I actually I'm I'm going to put a little bit of a of a dark horse opinion in here, but I don't actually think for, for the character that they were writing, I don't think this was the right actress. Interesting. Okay. uh, She has a lot of depth in her performance. And I think that there's a lot to it. I think she's a good actress. I don't think it was right for this role. I, I, I don't know what it is. It just doesn't fit really with her or her character or like whatever she was going for because she was very emotional in some of those scenes and like sometimes it didn't feel called for or earned and i just think this character didn't really deserve this performance yeah she she gave a she gave a really great performance to a character they spent about 15 minutes probably each writing session worrying about um yeah i don't want this to seem like i'm saying she's a bad performer because she's not i agree with you guys but i don't think she was right for this part i hear what y'all are saying but at least to me like i and you know this might be going to like oh need to call for a a different performance or whatever but i Mm -hmm. felt like this i felt like that role was so necessary because it makes yeah it makes it gives mark actual consequences someone who also is kind of a, another personality of him that's keeping him in, in line instead you have yeah. this character in Layla that is holding him accountable for his past and then he's able to recognize that out. It, again this is what I got out of it but clearly like mm-hmm. <laughs> well yeah. She, yeah. she intrigued me because um, are, can we go into spoilers now or we're, all, oh, we're, we're in spoilers Okay, so yeah, so as I was watching, I was starting to get really bummed out because I don't know if anybody else got this vibe, but I was got the feeling that, oh, Oscar Isaac doesn't want to play the role anymore, and then they're going to make Layla Moon Knight or something, and I was going to be really mad. Mm-hmm. But then as soon as Khonshu comes out, she's like straight up like insulting him and like screaming at him and telling him no that she wouldn't do that you know mark doesn't trust you why would i ever trust you you're like enslaving people yeah so yeah i don't know she was just really she was interesting to me her parts with the uh with the gods and like talking with them was the best part of this episode for me because i i found that actually really entertaining i do think that her character is necessary i just don't think that they gave they developed her well enough. Like I think that I I just wanted them to see a 
Can I do a better yeah. job writing her? <laughs> oh, go for it, Todd, real quick, because I, I have a. I have an actual uh, negative that I might mention. I'm going to ask. I'm going to ask the rudest of questions. Can I? Because I'm going to challenge. I'm going to challenge a little bit here. Like, do you really believe yeah. if the? I, I think I mean this mostly for <laughs> Hay and Kizit. Do you really believe that if this didn't have the name Marvel attached to it, that you would like this project in any way? <laughs> I, I will say this, if it wasn't connected to the MCU, I, I, I think I'm probably hesitant after episode two or three to keep watching this because, and that's just, that's more of a testament with how much TV is put out now. I watched the first episode of Severance and it was like, I really liked it. I still haven't gone back to it because I have, I need to watch a show we won't mention because we're going to do a recording tomorrow <laughs> and, and other things, but I, I, I'm not sure where kids it would be too. I would still, I would still probably check this out because it is very much uh, not not ripping up, more riffing on like what the mummy does. And I think we need like a lot more yeah action adventure All films. Right. I, I just feel like they either lean like we don't have a lot of adventure movies and um, series. Yeah, it's that that whole kind of genre is sort of dead. It it died with. Uh, Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. So, because well, no movie could outdo it afterwards, you know. Um. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> so true. Um. Oh, so you? What were you uh, gonna say? Do you want to throw something out before I I mention a a slight I had? No. Uh, well, that, I don't anyway. Uh, with so y'all are talking about how. Uh, Layla is a character that you you don't think will remember in a couple months. I will say, a great actor who has been in many Link Later films, um, such a great performer. I thought Ethan Hawke was a little underwhelming in this. Um, that was the yeah. one that I thought wasn't given an. I mean, he was given enough in in one episode in particular, but then the rest of them, besides the first, I'd say the first and like the fourth episode um he's really good and maybe he signed up for this because he doesn't have to, he wasn't on set as much i don't know um Ethan Hawk. i just thought like just kind of meanders for a lot of this he is <laughs> he is one of my all-time favorite actors like i love ethan hawk i can write about how his performance in the purge deserved an oscar like i'm obsessed with ethan hawk and this sucked from Ethan Hawke. Like, in my opinion, like, I just thought he was so underwhelming in this particular performance, in my opinion. But... I think this was a paycheck for him. It felt very paycheck-oriented, and it felt very, like... Yeah, I don't know. Or, hear me out, maybe he just really likes Oscar Isaac, because apparently Oscar Isaac is the one that gave him the script and was like, hey, you really need to check this out, man. Who doesn't Oscar like Isaac? Oscar Isaac? He's a delight. Yeah. I, I will say this. Um, I read up, after we talked about it for the first time, and the fact, or talked about Moon Knight for the first time, I went into a little bit of a deep dive like with Ethan Hawke and some interviews and things like that. And I'm sure y'all have seen much of the same stuff, but it seems to me that somehow he was convinced that this was a project that had some weight to the character he was going to be playing. And 
I think it's actually a, it's kind of a symptom of the same problem that I have with the actress who plays Layla. Ethan Hawke is too good for this damn script. Mm. <laughs> There's just it, this character is just not deep enough. Like Arthur Harrow is a, is but an I, interesting character, but especially he, in this last couple episodes, he's just like I am probably evil, but I don't know what I. I guess I guess my thing that like I, I would clarify is I think this is fine for a villain. It's just the fact it's Ethan Hawke. I'm like, wait. I get oh, that. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, hey, I can agree with you on that because it's the same thing with Christopher Eccleston and freaking Thor: The Dark World. Like, yeah, amazing it's the same actor. Thing with with um, but, Mads Mikkelsen and, and you know Doctor Strange. Marvel loves yeah. to do this. They have the guy who is uh, Quicksilver, who's a great actor, <laughs> and they just here as a joke line. But I don't, and maybe I'm just a little, little schoolboy who hasn't seen enough movies. But I just wish I could hate things the way you guys hate things sometimes. Well, because you should I, I wish there was like to. some sliver in my mind <laughs> that would say, "Okay, I, I, I can see what they're saying. I can see what they're saying with this complaint." But I honestly like. Maybe it's just going over my head, but like, okay, real quick, I can't no. see any of the complaints. I have a, I have a quick question for you. This is not to, you know, hierarchy or anything. Have you seen Training oh, Day? Training Day? No, I haven't. Can that oh, be the dude. homework for this week? The homework? Yeah. Look, Training Day is a banger movie. Uh, that is, yeah. Denzel, it's, the, it's one of the heights of both their respective performances. Um, great movie. That is one of Denzel Washington's best performances. <laughs> you should watch uh, yeah, it. Yeah, I'll certainly put it on the list. Um, no, I, I think... I don't want... Again, I, I always sound like such a pessimist when I give my opinions about these things, but like, I only say this because I like Ethan Hawke as well. I mean, shoot, I just watched Gattaca again, and I loved it. Oh, Great movie. yeah, Gattaca. I love that um, movie. He, he just he brings so much to every performance that I've ever seen him in. Um, even if it's the purge, like, and I hate that movie. No, you're wrong, <laughs> though. You're wrong. Okay, never mind. Go ahead. <laughs> no, you were just saying that he was good in the purge, and I'm agreeing with you. Yes, he he's so good. All right, go ahead. But Todd also thinks the uh, purge is a good movie. Um, there's this distinction. Oh, okay, I see. Um, so my thing with this is that it's not that I'm uh, too. I I don't feel like I'm being overly critical because I I think Ethan Hawke. I think Oscar Isaac. I think. I, I, it sucks that I don't even know her name, but the, the actress who played Layla, I mean, there's so many people in this show that have so much talent, and I just don't think that the story or the script landed it. And, mm -hmm. and there were so many elements in this story that just didn't quite use their respective actors to the best of their abilities. Well, this is what Marvel does, though, right? Like, I actually genuinely like Marvel. I know I'm coming off as the Marvel hater here, but, like, one of the things that Marvel does is it says, hey, you know your favorite actor that you think probably has a price, you know, you know that doesn't, you know, is, like, not going to sell out? We're going to show you they have a right. price, and we're going to show you them in a mediocre role. And that's what. Well, that's what I mean. Yeah, I don't, it's like they sorry. do that with Ethan Hawke. They do that with. Uh, Kate Blanchett's role is great, but like they just show you, for example, like we'll just hire anyone you think, like Mads Mikkelsen, et cetera, and we'll show you that we can put them in 
anything. And, like, so, I just wish that they had better roles for some of these people. That would be my only point. Maybe, maybe I can make a pitch for this then. Um, like, specifically, not, not in Ethan Hawke's case, but, like, in a bunch of different actors' cases, like Kate Blanchett. When she was doing a bunch of interviews to play Hel- Hella... Yeah, yeah, um, she was talking about how like she's getting the opportunity to. Play. She always plays characters that are you know kind of like good elves and things like that, or like you know very humdrum or like sort of like maybe evil, but you know they're always smiling. This is one of those times that she was able to kind of let loose. Sure, I think we shouldn't use Kate Blanchett as an example because she's freaking amazing in that movie. No, no. she's the outlier here. That's she's but, perfectly utilized. I'll acknowledge that. Even that and, but then, part of my original point, I'll acknowledge that she was a poor, poor she was a poor example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, here, yeah. And, and I'll I'll follow that example up with someone like um gosh I can't remember uh, what her name is but the the woman who plays Brienne of Tarth in Game of Thrones when she was picked up to do uh, Captain Phasma in the oh, new Star God, Wars movies yeah. she she thought in all these interviews she <laughs> thought she was going to be doing this this like this strong female commander like character and she's in all of the movies for what two minutes maybe my my one thing my one thing about that i I do wonder how it was pitched but at the same time like i would be a little hesitant because i'd be like wait are you wanting me to be a a boba fett (laughs) (laughs) he was here in that minute (laughs) And, and and that just follows up my point that like I think that Ethan Hawke was one of those like white whales that they wanted to get, and they finally got him off of one the pitch from Oscar Isaac, which may or may not be true, and two, this Arthur Harrow is an interesting character, and he probably saw that and was like, I can probably bring a lot to this character, and unfortunately, I don't think the script or the story did it justice. That's that's my final uh, thesis on this. Interesting. I will say just just briefly. I don't think this is like in the in the depths of like misused actors because we've listed like a lot of them. Uh, one of the ones, if you want to talk Star Wars real quick, Adrian, uh, this is the one that uh-huh. always grinds my gears. Uh, Star Wars can get anyone, anyone to do anything, and they're like, "Hey, here's a sequence we're about to have. It could be a fight sequence." And we got the guys from the MF and Raid films. The amazing, talented, like they do their oh, own choreography. Yeah. And what do they do? Nothing. Nothing. They run from CGI octopuses. They, well, they're not octopuses, okay? You know, they're raftars. Hey, I, I, I thought I was going to disagree with you, but I completely agree with you on this particular point. This is one of the big yeah. misuses. They also misuse Carrie Russell. What's the point, almost, like, in terms of how they use her? I don't know. Yeah. But... But all that's tied up in Disney. Yeah. You know, Disney's own... Or Disney owns Marvel. Disney owns Star Wars now. Like, we're seeing that a lot. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and I think this is another... <laughs> this is another instance of that. But I, I, I kind of want to move on. I feel like I've already talked about this enough, but... Just to defend Ethan Hawke's choice here a little bit, I guess. Oh, I love that it's Ethan Hawke. Ethan Hawke does more with it than I think most actors would. I would generally blame the writing, I guess, for it. Mm -hmm. I just don't think his 
I just think his role sucks, to be honest. Like, I just don't think it's that. Yeah, I, I do I have just, a quick question I, for y'all, because this is something I debated um, just while I was, like, taking a couple notes. Um, do you think this would be helped or hindered with more episodes? As to to speak to the depth part, like, if you have yeah. more time for depth, then you could dive into this stuff. But, again, it's six episodes. Like, there, there's not a lot of time... Again, like I think, I think part of the issue is that it has this serious subject material, and it has this main character that requires a ton of depth, as well as like this whole universe they're trying to expand. Even like I do feel like there should be a little credit for the screenwriting team. And again, this is probably because me and Kizit are positive on this, um, but I do feel like there should be some credit that like it doesn't feel it to me. It just feels like they were marvel gave them hey here's 20 things you have to fit in a six six episodes like it's six hours Mm -hmm. um and there's no way that this could have been a movie because i i don't think it would have worked at all um yeah i i I think with too many episodes i think people would complaining about the length and and be a little bored i i think this is the perfect in between because i do hear what y'all are saying where you feel like you know some of the characters are lacking They just didn't prioritize. I just don't feel like they didn't prioritize uh, certain elements of the story correctly. And I think we ended up spending a lot of time in these sort of areas where nothing ended up coming of it, you know? Or, or I like we spent. If you, if we really wanted to get so much into this world and i'm not complaining about this because i enjoyed all like steven was probably one of my favorite parts about this you know show but we spent at a quite a bit of time like proportionally with just steven living his regular life before things were introduced and things were introduced but they were start trickled in and then it was like they're trickling and trickling in and then all of a sudden it was like Oh crap! We have like three episodes left to finish this up. Uh, pull yeah. out the stop where it's all coming in at once, and it wasn't very well. Like it, like I, I understand that there was a lot of content. They didn't proportion it out correctly, and there were probably elements that they could have shaved down a little bit for sake of streamlining the story. Yeah, I, I agree with McKenna on that. For I sure. do hear you that, like, when you look back on it, it's like, oh, yeah, we d- we did spend a an entire hour, a sixth of the show, like, introducing Steven. It does feel, right. like, at a glacier pace compared to a lot of the other episodes. That first episode is so good. Like, I think they... I all... love that episode. Yeah, like, I, I do... I, I do understand what you're saying, but... Um, no, it was a great and that's... episode. It was... It was probably out of the whole series one of the strongest episodes. The the problem is, and in this case, maybe it would have benefited from more episodes because then they would have been able to pace more of those episodes like that. But if you have this much, like I, I guess, and again, that's just like I want because I also wonder how much of it was oh you have to fit all of this in, and how much of it was also like oh we want to fit all of this in because I think that there were also things that maybe didn't need to be added. Like well, the one I, thing like, the things... one thing I would throw out as like a very clear like, hey, you could probably cut this. 
Uh, the whole thing where they did, like, the medieval times, uh, whatever was going on there, uh, where they had yeah. the people on, on horseback ride and they had to get this artifact. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, what yeah they could have definitely... What? Um, and, what? and it makes it even more sad because that actor is dead now. So he's just permanently in this project. So, cool. This was the last thing he ever did. Oh, wow. That's depressing. Cool. Yeah, yeah. real life. Oh, well, it's it's well, because my my wife is a big fan of his. And uh, so she knew that he was dead. And then, like, we didn't know he was in the show. The comic book DNA is still gonna be in these movies always or in these shows. So, like, stuff like that where, you know, he's just walking back from the field of reeds and they need to quickly get him out of there and stuff like that, like. And Arthur Harrow as a villain, he's a comic book villain. But in, in, I so, think you're insulting comic books right now. I'm not even. Well, <laughs> wait a second, McKenna. I think you are promoting comic books. Let's go there. Let's go there. Let's fight. Yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> no, real quick. I, I will say just a difference of opinion uh, on the convolutedness of the thing. I do, like, I hear what you're saying that it's a lot of like. Very convenient things that happen, sure. But at the same time, like, that kind of doesn't matter to me because they have this moment of bliss for the character of Mark. Where he's given this, basically an ultimatum in some ways. Yeah. He's like, oh, look, you can finally, like, be at ease. Everything can go away. Like, this is your utopia. Like, you're free of all these confines, like, in your head. And then the fact he chooses to then willingly, like, go back for Steven they have this heartfelt moment like that was me. that was one of my favorite moments yeah i yeah, really that was yeah me over um and I'm that sure was the todd, best moment in the finale <laughs> i'm sure i'm sure todd's about to you know throw out oh the the two oscar isaac should have kissed um because well let <laughs> let him say <laughs> it man. come okay, on well yeah i'll go ahead and say that that was like part of my review that i wrote for this i I would have been enthralled by that. It would have been a Nick Cage moment. It would have been like uh, like an amazing oh kind of like like. You can only have so self- much obsessed in Marvel. Um, you there's know, a line. It's Can't fine. People people want to pretend like they're freaked out by like a concept that only exists theoretically. All right, fine. Go ahead. <laughs> no, fake your, fake your moralism, you fucking Puritans. But I just wanted to see Oscar Isaac make out with himself, and it didn't happen. And I'm disappointed about it. And I'm willing to admit that. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. But yeah, oh, but can I can I ask real quick? Can we call this the Peter Cushing effect, which is actors that want to perform in big time franchises so that they can be remembered to history? Because Peter Cushing is Grand Moff Tarkin is like Peter Cushing had a large career and then he was Grand Moff Tarkin and everybody knows him as Grand Moff Tarkin in Star Wars. And as pathetic as it is, eventually people are going to know like Robert Redford as like, oh yeah, he was the head of S.H.I.E.L.D. You know, like, and <laughs> shit like that. That's actually, that's actually great that you brought this no, up. No, I'm not talking about like hardcore fans. I'm uh, oh, uh, cinem- yeah. cinematic fans. I, was, I like, mean like people like are people who are just like 
casual movie fans are eventually, as hard as this might be to accept, they're eventually going to know Robert Redford is the head of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. That's what's going to happen eventually. Give, like, another comparison, and I should have mentioned this earlier because I had this thought. I'm glad we're circling back on this. Mm -hmm. Of the people that saw Doctor... Or, uh, yeah, Doctor Strange, how many of them actually know, like, stuff Mads Mikkelsen has been in besides... Oh, oh, none! They're going to know him as this guy. Yeah, yeah, no, there's tons around. of people. They don't know his, they don't know his name, but people, they're like, oh, that's that guy. They know who it is at the very Maybe. least. Maybe. Um, if anything, I, I think Mads Mikkelsen will not be remembered at all for Doctor Strange. <laughs> no, no, I'm not saying people know him from Doctor Strange. I just mean it. It is a good point that like if Kizit doesn't like Kizit, just real quick. Uh, not to circle back on your lack of Ethan Hawke film, but what's like the most like notable Ethan Hawke performance you've seen like prior to this? The Magnificent Seven. See, that's this is my point. <laughs> like, if, if people haven't seen like some of these like notable, which are smaller movies, like from Ethan Hawke, even though Training Day should be uh, one of the best uh, and most popular movies of all time. Uh, if, if Training Day is big, movie, yeah. Then there's not like a great comparison for them. Um, so, of course, it's going to be like, yeah, that's just the villain guy. Of, of course, like, why? Um, I kind of get it. Um, and, and Moff Harkin was a great call because <laughs> you were talking about Peter Cushing as a great actor. And I'm sitting here thinking, well, that's Grand Moff Tarkin. <laughs> that's a yeah. call. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you could say the same thing for uh, Sir Alec Guinness. Yes, yeah, you could. That's a great yeah, point. Yeah. You could say the same thing. Of, no, wait, Taken has usurped... Uh, Liam Neeson's Qui-Gon Jinn. Oh, um, yeah, no, Liam Neeson has done many things since Qui-Gon Jinn. Oh, <laughs> some good, some some very bad. Um, He's starting to start in, his, in some geezer teasers, but to move on, I guess, like, I think we're, I think you're arguing a good point that, like, are, where in this do, do you think it fits, then, in, in the realm of, like, Moon Knight? Who, who, is, who is the Peter Cushing in this instance? Definitely Ethan Hawke. Oh yeah, Ethan Hawke. Ethan Hawke wants like... to be part of something special. That's Maybe. why he did this. This isn't just a pure paycheck. He's he was hoping like I think he was like secretly hoping like oh this will be a big Marvel project. That's my then, take at least. Uh, real quick, because I guess this is a good segue into that. Um, will uh, in credits. Um, Second end credits, if you stick around, it actually says Ethan Hawke will not return in the MCU uh, because in the first credits, they done killed him. Uh, and it was the third... Wait, did it actually say that at the, oh, at the no, end? Oh, no, I was, I was okay, joking. I was, news you news said news it was so man. dry, I was like, wait, is he being serious? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, like, I why actually... would they even put that in the... <laughs> <laughs> It would be good. It would be a play on expectations. Anyway, um, there you go. Look, again, this is, I don't know if you guys, the, the naysayers feel uh, negatively about this or whatever. But again, that's a good use to me, the fact that they held restraint and then did it at the very end uh, to show that. The third. Jake Lockley. Yeah, yeah Jake Lockley. Um, <laughs> oh, I'm glad. I mean, it, I, am, I am glad that they didn't try and shoehorn it in because there was too much going it on. It would have overbloated with it because yeah. I'm sure that would have kicked. Time out of Layla's yeah, show. it definitely would have been way too much. Um, but I was, I also was sort of like, okay, at the end, you know, I wasn't overly thrilled by it. Either. Like, I knew, he, like, 
in my brain, I was like, okay, they're either like gonna do him or they're not. And then they had the moment where he blacked out and it wasn't neither of them. I was like, okay, that's, that's Jake. Okay, cool. Um, and then, so it was just sort of like, all right. <laughs> I was just yeah. like, cool. All right, sweet. We've well, done that. Check off the list. <laughs> and I was worried that they weren't going to introduce Jake Lockley at all. And that they were just going to completely write it off. And at first I was kind of annoyed because I was like, oh, really? They just didn't want to film this part? Cool. But then <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. Neither one of them did it. Oh, okay. So people who know will know. Mm-hmm. And then fans who are like just now getting into this side of Marvel, like these these like sort of B-tier not to in my heart, Moon Knight is A tier, but let's be honest. He's B tier. He's if not C tier. Yeah. Right, real quick question for the three, uh, the, the trio of naysayers that again have. What? Yelled. No, How no, no, did no, I no, end no. up in the three musketeers <laughs> here? Um, uh, are y'all interested in watching a season two of this? Because I assume me and Kizit are both in the yes camp. Um, I I would say yes. Yeah. It, I mean, I, if the season, oh, sorry. No, you go ahead because I will have a I have a very long and negative answer. Go ahead. <laughs> if a season two comes out, I'm gonna watch it. It's a Marvel thing. I'm gonna watch it. I will probably feel quite neutral about it. I wish that what the content we got out of the first season would have been stretched out over maybe two seasons. I have a Um, point to that. Because, or, you know, just more than six episodes. Because we were talking about that earlier, and I'm like, that's. I think that's my main takeaway, is like, yeah, I'll watch it, I'll feel rather neutral of it, but I'm also going to think, man, if you were going to do multiple seasons to begin with, I it makes the some of the pacing issues a little less forgivable for me. But it could you could also easily be like, well, they didn't know for sure if they were going to get renewed, so they wanted to make sure they got hit all the bases. So it's it's a fine line there. I mean, I I think Can for I, me, oh, go ahead. I, I'll be quick. I promise, because I do want to hear your opinion on this. Well, just, um, just before Kizit uh, says that too, we do have to hear. Uh, Mr. Negative uh, rant, but continue, Adrian. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, um, no, I mean, hey, you know me. Uh, I will watch something that's not great just to see it through to the end. I watched all ten episodes of How I Met Your Father, even though I wasn't fully convinced. We can all agree. Um, um, but this has not wait, reached Adrian, the threshold for me. Right there, um, I have to go take a selfie with my avocado toast because that's what our people do. Um, like, this is hashtag related. Yeah. Anyway, continue. Yeah, <laughs> you gotta go check your tender real quick. Yeah, um, I gotta go. Oh man, the bubble gum, the kids bubble. I don't know. God, <laughs> that, that was that was a good one. Um, <laughs> that show has fried part of my brain. <laughs> Look, what I'm saying though is this: this show has not anywhere near crossed the threshold for me to say, "Screw it, I don't want to watch anymore." Um, I, I will definitely watch a second season because I have hopes for it. I think they'll get, they'll, uh, if, if they're renewed for another season, are, is that con- like, has that been confirmed? Are they going to make another one? I mean, I, I, it's I, not I confirmed. Not, 
if it's not okay. confirmed for a second season, I, I assume it would be like some. So I'll give Disney some props because they're being smart with these shows. They're gonna they're they're saying like, mm, okay, we'll put out a season, but you know, no guarantees. And I will uh, say, I think this ended definitively enough. Besides the end credits. Um, oh, for sure. Like this, this could have been the end of it, and then we would have been none the wiser. But to to round off my opinion, I think for me, it's not. It's not so bad that I won't ever watch again. I'm kind of like in the middle of like, I feel like there's a lot of potential for this story to keep going places. And they just sort of didn't have enough time at the end of this. Six episodes is not a whole lot. I mean, Cap, uh, Captain, or not Captain Falcon, uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier got more. Five, right? uh, WandaVision got more, you know, they they probably should have had more episodes, and like McKenna said, maybe this should have been stretched out over two seasons. But I, I I'm I'm looking forward to it. So, and and again, this might be part of I've just kind of come to accept. Uh, I think all the Marvel shows kind of have a pacing issue. Even Loki, which I love, uh, that's still my favorite. Loki definitely had a pacing issue, but it also got more episodes to do stuff with. So, but Loki no, was got better. Six. Wait, can no, I? Oh, Loki yeah, Loki. Six. No, you're better. right. You're right. My bad. So uh, my... Oh, can I... Oh, go ahead. Like, so, okay, my thing is, I hope to good God they don't renew this show because I'm going to have to fucking watch it then because I'm obsessive <laughs> that way. And no, no, I'm not saying, like, I have to watch it, like, in some legal sense, but I'm going to have to watch it in the sense that I'm obsessive-compulsive. And, like, I don't really want to watch it. I just don't think it's that good. I don't have, like, I get that the world is in interesting but i just don't have enough credit I, I don't have enough like confidence in the creative team to like do this story right i'm sure the source material is amazing it's just not working for me in the real world and sorry if you hear my cat no i get it uh so um it's just not my thing. Like, and in terms of like, <laughs> I, 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 it's got I, a lot to add. <laughs> the cat's got a lot. Saint, that's Let enough. Them speak. I do. Let them speak. I hear what you're saying, Todd. But the, I guess, like, my counter to this, I assumed I would like it. It made no. The people that have told me, like, oh yeah, I can skip like this Marvel movie. Even if it's like, like I've watched The Incredible Hulk just because completionist reasons, even though it has mm-hmm. literally no relevance uh, yep. to the MCU whatsoever. <laughs> not um, even the end credit scene, honestly. Not even the end credit scene. Like they just they didn't even follow up on it. <laughs> um, and the thing is, I think we are at a point where, like, and, and we we've talked about this multiple times because they're they're coming out with so much that like. You kind of get to a point where you can now like pick and choose and kind of work with that. Yeah. Um, and they're not like they're probably going to fill you in on some of the stuff, except for apparently I, I don't know. There's some stuff about oh here's what you should watch before seeing Doctor Strange. Like I haven't watched I watched the first episode of What If and I didn't really like it and I was like you know what I don't need to watch this. I watched the first episode of Hawkeye and I was like not really into this. Don't need to watch it and it's been a it's been a weight off my shoulders I will say but maybe that's because. Again, I, I want to review. Look, of, um... can I can I dig in here real quick? Because 
you did the nerdy you did the nerdy voice when you said here's the things you need to watch before you watch you know like you did that <laughs> thing so you're implying that that's lame everyone's going off on marvel because they're like here's the things you should watch before doctor strange and i'm like I don't get why people are so shocked that Marvel would be like, here are things that are relevant to Doctor Strange. Does that make sense? Yeah, I agree with you on that. Yeah, I think people people are a little too um, safe with what they're like. You have to watch all of these things before. Like, there are people, when Infinity War came out, there are people that are like, yeah, you got to watch all the movies. I could boil it down to about five. I was like, if you just watch these five, you'll probably be good. Um, But, like, doesn't it come down to, like, you're shocked that a movie company is promoting its content? Like, people act (laughs) like when Marvel... Like, when people act... People fucking act like when Marvel promotes its content that it's, like, an act of aggression that's, like, violent. And I just don't Like, it's selling out to itself. No, 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 but this is... Yeah, it's, like, they're, like, here are four things that are... Here are four things that are relevant to multitude of madness and people are like fuck you marvel fuck you and i don't get it it's like the least annoying thing you could do no yeah there's something else you might like that we've made and it's like that's a very normal sales tactic but like you'll probably get at a freaking like mcdonald's later where they'll be like if you like that you should try this what What, were you trying to get us to buy your product or something it's crazy look my thing here's what i will just clarify real quick disney is not the one writing all these articles that are like here's the five episodes of the muppets you need to watch before seeing multiverse madness no it's just the reporters that they pay for do they pay for them? Are we sure about this? Or do that is that is uh, not confirmed. That is an alleged thing. Don't uh, don't sue me, Disney. That, I was gonna that say. I think it true. also oh. has to do with just reporters that they get traction for that sort of stuff. So well, of course they're gonna sure. write it because it's yeah, got the name draw. So this is this is the least beef that I'm just saying since not watching. Um, what's it? And I even like there. Here's another one I'll throw out. Um, I kind of liked Black Widow for the most part. Me too. Like, That's one I could have skipped. Eternals, I didn't like. And like, I I got to the end of that movie and I was like, oh, they're, spoilers for Eternals, I guess. Um, <laughs> I got to the end of that movie and the first thought was, well, I don't know if I want to watch a sequel to this and I don't know if I should have watched this movie. And then B, I was like, oh, Blade's in the MCU. I already knew that, <laughs> but neat. <laughs> So I do think, mm-hmm. like, you, I think because they're making more stuff, Todd, you can be more choosy. Look, leave Moon Knight season, season two on the side. We don't need you, is what I'm saying. <laughs> no. No, 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 You do need me. But okay. I, no. <laughs> he just wants to talk about White Vision. I will, I will I just... say this. Um, the, this, has, this has renewed my interest in going back to the old comics. And then reading them. Yeah. So, so I just wanted to talk about this real quick to bring it back to Moonlight specifically. I view this season uh, as basically just a Moon Knight lore dump. T- 
to kind of just uh, cover all the bases of what the character is about. Because the Moon Knight runs, he's a very street level in New York specifically, just beating up people in the streets, branding him, doing whatever. He's a very street level superhero, and this there is the like the 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 magical you know Egyptian god things that are in there, but it's it's kind of sporadically put into the comics and this was very much just like we're gonna lore dump all this moon knight stuff on you for season one so i imagine i'm just trying to think as them like if we go into his season two then we can go into the street level stuff and start see this is why i gotta watch season two hey you make fun of me but this is why i gotta watch season two is because i'm a star trek fan and most of the star trek shows don't get good until the second season a lot of them don't and so like until the second season so and so like it or they don't hit their stride yeah absolutely at least until then and so like yeah i gotta watch the second season if if it comes out, so I don't know. Ugh. I just, I look. I'm just saying, if I were in your shoes and I was someone who like was very negative on this experience, I would just be hesitant uh, of the first episode. I would have to hear people say to me, "Hey, you should really check out season two. Then I would. But real quick, real quick, one other thing that I wanted to mention. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, but this is just a point that I, I feel like needs mentioning. Uh, and. Uh, as well with what Kizit just said. This is, to your point, Kizit, this is the first actual origin for a TV series they've done. Oh, yep. <laughs> Which sounds crazy because they've done like five of these or four of them. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. uh, Division, uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, Hawkeye, Loki, and What If. Um, but yeah, this is the first origin story for one of these. So like, maybe maybe that's part of it that like, give a little credit because it's still operating with six episodes and that is something that like it's still i think part of the reason because uh, adrian you had mentioned that both falcon and winter soldier and loki had more episodes i would have agreed with you um had i not known like those were both six episodes as well and i think part of that is this is a character introduction whereas the other two like they've been in mo- obviously smaller parts in those series but they've still been established um, to where you don't have to do yeah. that for a, a lot more time. Right. Mm-hmm. I think that's uh, a good observation. And I, just... uh, do we have any other final things? Because we might do a little bit of what, we, what we've what we been watching uh, before we end this. I just wanted to add, I really liked uh, the part at the end where we finally get a resolution on why he put glass in his shoes and he just start walking around with blood prints on the floor. Referring to Arthur Harrow, obviously. Uh, I, like oh, that yeah. part. I thought that was yeah. a good nod. I mean, it was... Okay, I was like, oh, why is he bleeding? And then I was like, oh yeah, all the way in the very beginning of that first <laughs> scene, he he stepped on glass and they never did anything with that ever again until right now. And it still has like no greater meaning. It's a callback. All game. right. Cool. Like, oh, can, I, I thought it was just kind of a penitence thing. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I didn't. Was, I didn't think I mean, it was any deeper that? than like, that. Like, it was so like, gosh, it was very like, I don't know. It was just like random shock value. And at first, I was like, interesting. This is gonna be like, he's he's into this weird ritualistic like 
torture stuff and he only did that the one time and it really wasn't involved with anything at like he wasn't telling people they needed to like atone for their sins by doing these different things and then it was just well, got called back in that last episode and I was like oh yeah evidently they thing. couldn't atone for their sins so yeah exactly I would just it, I was like alright he did that I guess to show that he's crazy and messed up in the head. Wow. That's what I mean. Like there, there. I think, I think maybe it was because that said like uh, that Arthur Harrow is not so too interesting. Maybe I'm getting that wrong. Uh, I just mean to the extent of like just other villains. Like right. he's there I, to be a comic book villain. And then I'll that I'll, I'll actually agree with, but um. I, I thought the concept of him in this show was interesting. And I wish kind of like you're saying McKenna, that they would have delved into that a little bit more because there is some, there is like a, a darker egotistical side to this that like, he knows that his scales are, are not balanced. He knows that if he meets Amit, that he will be punished. But like he, there's some kind of like weird way that he's going about this. Like he feels like he can right the wrong in some way, but at the same time, continue to do evil things. I, I don't know. It's just very interesting. They barely touched on it, though. I thought they were going to, but they didn't. Yeah. So, I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe we can get something like that someday from Marvel, but I don't feel like it'll be anytime soon. Because they took their their most interesting villain, who was had a lot of depth, and they reduced him to "I will destroy the entire universe." Whoa, oh, okay. wait, hold up. Real quick. Thanos is <laughs> yeah. an interesting villain. Easily, baby. Um, but that's, that's what I was saying, Thanos. Oh, come on. Uh, we don't have to get into that. Anyway, we, we're going... <laughs> yeah, Here's sorry. my question for y'all, uh, real quick. Uh, instead of the usual TV talk system, uh, because we, you know, we're, we, it's only been a week since we've talked about stuff, uh, would you rather do the same format where we talk about a show we've been watching, or... Uh, this is something me and Evan sometimes do. Do you want to talk about a show that you will watch this week as as sort of a means to like hold you accountable for something on your watch list <laughs> that you want to get further in? Does it have to be a show? Can I talk about something um like a movie goal? It could be a movie. It could be a book. Anything you want. There's okay. Cool. Okay. I'm cool. down for that. Um, I'll throw out mine. <clears throat> um, it's actually kind of part of a video um it was part of the hang up for um, some edits i had to make um i've i've heard a ton of great things about arcane from a lot of different people uh this is the week i finally do it i'm going to start the first episode tonight i just when it came out i was like mm, looks a little dour not really into that right now um i'm on my i'm on my i'm watching reba <laughs> a lot oh, when yeah. uh, arcane came out uh, look, things go in cycles. I'm ready to watch Arcane. I'm ready to indulge in it. Todd, uh, what is the thing that you will be watching this week? I will be watching more Barbara Stanwyck films. That's S-T-A-N-W-Y-C-K. Barbara Stanwyck. She's my actress obsession that i have engaged in for the last week and over the last week and a half she's gone from a person i watched two films from to a person i've watched 
51 films from because I'm a crazy person. And <laughs> I would recommend Meet John Doe, Double Indemnity, The Miracle Woman, Stella Dallas, and Lady Eve primarily among them. But my goal is to have her surpass Jean-Claude Van Damme as my third highest rated actor. Or third highest uh, watched actor. But so, Todd, real, there real you go. quick, how many of those mm-hmm. films do you have to watch before seeing Multiverse of Madness? Because isn't that the reason you're catching back up? <laughs> <laughs> I have more, more, too many, too many to catch up with. Uh, Adrian, what is something that that you will be watching or consuming or reading or whatever this week? Well, since everyone's been talking about it, especially on this show. Um, Finally going to buckle down and watch Our Flag Means Death. Yay. Because, I'm, I'm just and, about to finish. I'm, I just watched the penultimate episode. Woo! I, nice. Um, I I did, I will say I watched the first episode just to like kind of get a, get a feeler because I want to watch it with my wife. Um, we watched uh, What We Do in the Shadows together, all three seasons, and she loves it. Um, I mean, we both do. But... I, I'm not sure if she's gonna like our flag means death. It's a it's a little bit different. The humor. Can I can I no, say I'm, this? I'm sure it's I'm sure it's I think great. The first episode is might be the worst episode. Um, the yeah. first episode is far and away the worst episode in my opinion. I was watching it with McKenna, and after the first episode, I was a little concerned that I was going to have to be, like, polite for the whole season. (laughs) That's how much better I think it starts to get second episode on. Well, that's fine. Yeah. That's good to hear, uh, because I will say, and if I can do a quick aside from this, uh, I didn't know it was all based on true events or true people. Uh, I also didn't realize that most of the events that will be told in the show have something to do with that actually happened in real life. It only uh, goes over the course of two years from 1717 to 17 or early 1717 to 1718. And uh, spoilers. Well, no, it's a, it's a history thing. So you can look it up on Wikipedia, but uh, I'm even more intrigued now knowing that they're real people. So, I mean, I knew Blackbeard was, but definitely didn't know Steed was. And uh, that makes it way more interesting for me. But moving on. (laughs) I, I, uh, real quick, just because you mentioned this, um, I think HBO kind of did a a bad marketing strategy because they had it on the front. I was similar to you where, like, I thought the show was bunch of historical figures because i saw blackbeard and you you recognize that tyke's blackbeard but then everybody else I, I thought the the bigger fellow in the show i thought he was like a viking uh i thought all these you know it was different people from all this time and maybe they were on a boat or something i didn't even know it was pirates um i just feel like there's a yeah people that i had were... no idea what to expect from this show at yeah. all <laughs> I feel like they really, and maybe it's because it's a different platform, maybe they're not allowed to do this, but I feel like they really should have pushed on the people that brought you FX's What We Do in the Shadows. Um, I feel like a lot of those well, people would like this. I don't know if they can, because is uh, Jermaine Clement involved? No. Oh, <laughs> See, you are correct. That's, um, <laughs> that's kind of a problem, because... Yeah, because uh, he's half of the... My, yeah, that's fair. That makes sense. Gosh darn it. Kiss it. 
Okay. <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll pick the ball back up and keep running. Um, yeah, sorry. Uh, okay, we need to move on. Uh, it's my show. Uh, <laughs> um, so, yeah, I tried reading this before, but I didn't have all the issues, so now I'm going to actually finish it. Um, I'm going to start reading Immortal Hulk this week. It's, uh, it's what I've heard is a really interesting good one of the best hulk runs is a lot of body horror and and things of that nature and it seems really intriguing and i love hulk so i'll be reading that nice nice interesting look yeah. forward to that we, we never might, heard of that. i might just go ahead and um we, i did make a separate channel for todd i might just make a comics channel in uh, all that film um just so we Finally. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I just, uh, real quick, uh, this is more a recommendation for Todd and everybody else in here. Uh, it's something me and McKenna read. We'll, we might discuss it on our next recording a, a little bit. Um, but the one that I, I wanted to mention, comic book-wise, and I look forward to uh, hearing your thoughts on Incredible Hulk that, that run. Um, but Layla Star is a very good comic that McKenna put yes. me on. Um <laughs> As star Layla Star, yes. Yeah, the many oh, deaths okay. of Layla Star. star in particular. Um, uh, oh, I think I've seen that. It's very stinking good. Uh, if you can get, I, I actually uh, the whole set of it was at my library, uh, so I remember reading the first issue. I was like, oh my god, this needs to be su- like this is such a good pilot for a comic. Um, it's very intrigued, uh, and it it is very good. Uh, it's very fun. The illustrations are incredible. Um, but yeah, we don't have to. I'll just make a comic channel tonight because Todd has been reading Saga. Something if you stuck around for the end of this and you're a feral Saga fan, uh, you're in luck. <laughs> we are going to talk about it more uh, when we talk about our flag means death. Uh, but McKenna, what's what's one thing uh, this week or? you know, weekend next week that, that you want to put an eyeballs on. Oh, so I'm in between a couple things um, because I have a horrible little brain when it comes to focusing. Um, I guess the things, the, okay, this, this past week I, in one, I finished a book in one sitting. It was a short book, but I haven't finished like a book book in one sitting in quite some time. And it was uh, Carrie Fisher's memoir, Wishful Drinking. And I already have her book, Postcards from the Edge, and I had started reading it a few weeks back. And I think I want to keep with reading that and hopefully finish that pretty soon because uh, she's a pretty witty writer. And it's, uh, she, they're, it's a relatively short book, and I haven't read in quite some time uh, outside of comics, of course. Um, so uh, it's been a nice change of pace to just sit down and read for a little bit while I'm at work, and I think that's going to be my goal. Nice. The last um, book that happened to me, and this is this is the dangers of reading kids. Um, the, the last book that happened to you? <laughs> um <laughs> I wanted to, I just, I spent so long, I have so many notes on this book in particular. It's, I'm thinking of ending things. I hate the movie, but like, I just can't for the life of me, like, sit, because I just think I'll end up writing 50 pages. It'll just make <laughs> no sense altogether, and everyone will be like, ah, why'd you write all this? Um, 
And then immediately after that, I was like, man, this whole reading thing is awesome. You know what it's time for? Dune. I'm finally ready. I'm an adult. I opened it. <laughs> you can do it. I I'm a big boy. Paul <laughs> wrote the uh, weasel whore to get to the uh, Arachian <laughs> <laughs> He doesn't do that till the wall. second book. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's cool to hear that, that you're getting back into books. I'm happy for you. Uh, at the moment, I'm just going to stick to comics. They have pictures. They're better. Um, there you and go. If you don't, and if you don't want either of those things, you can always try Audible. <laughs> Jeez. All right. Um, with that, I'm uh, telling you, if you get a sponsorship from Audible, that's a good segue right there. Yeah, yeah. yeah you're right. I need to reach out to them. They, look, I don't know if our affiliation with White Vision uh, will, you know, if, if that'll detract from potential sponsors. Um, but, you know, we'll we'll, we'll see. But the views is expressed by uh, Caucasian Vision do not represent the views of all, <laughs> all that film as a whole. <laughs> um, with that said, that'll do it for this episode. Uh, thank you guys for checking this out. Um, we'll see you on the next one. We will be talking Saga and Our Flag Means Death. Uh, not sure if if I'm going to see uh, Doctor Strange this week in particular, but we probably will have some people. Uh, that might be able to talk about that. So we'll release an episode on that. Also, uh, I've been behind on editing stuff, so look forward to Turning Red Reviews, and then uh, Todd and McKenna's X Review uh, will be coming later this weekend as well. See y'all. Thank you, Todd. Thank you, Adrian. Thank you, Kizit. And thank you, McKenna. Bye. Ooh. Bye. Bye. Stop Bye. recording. <laughs>